0: APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. If you want to hear today's top authors and changemakers of color in deep, honest conversation, we've got an amazing new podcast for you. It's called Well-Read Black Girl, and it's the literary kickback you never knew you needed. Author and founder of the well-read Black Girl Book Club, Glory Edom, sits down with your favorite writers for insightful discussions on art, culture, social justice, and the power of the written word. Luminaries like Tarana Burke, Anita Hill, Gabrielle Union, Britt Bennett, and more discuss how they found their voice, honed their skill, and composed some of the most interesting and impactful writing of the day. You'll meet Black bookstore owners literacy advocates, and members of the Well-Read Black Girl Book Club who chat about the literary legacies of the women who paved the way. If you're a total bookworm, an aspiring writer, or just want to peek behind the page of the brightest minds around, this show is for you. Listen to Well-Read Black Girl wherever you get your podcasts, and stay tuned at the end of the episode because we're going to play a little clip from the show. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. I did a show last night and um I said something about black people experiencing this this X thing more than any other race. And a black woman in the audience went, I know that's right. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I know that's right. Thank you. And then kept going. And then she kept talking like mm-hmm. in full sentences mm-hmm. and it sucked because I knew she was agreeing with what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to like, like shut her down, but also I wanted her to stop talking. Mm-hmm. And I also couldn't clearly hear everything she was saying. And She said <laughs> Joe Biden. And I was like, how'd Joe Biden get in this? What are you talking about? <laughs> and I also was like at an energy level where like I could perform, but my brain was not firing at all cylinders. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't like improvise anything to make this like funny or like or like quippy Mm -hmm. I was like I was like I'm sorry I'm really confused what are you (laughs) what is this (laughs) and she's like and I was like what are I was like how are you speaking full sentences right now are you responding to things that I just (laughs) said and she's like yeah I was like I Louie, gotta talk after, okay? It seems like you have a lot of insight about what I'm talking about right now, but I just need to finish this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, she, and then she stopped. So it, like, didn't last long, And, and uh, but I was just, like, so, like, taken aback. And I don't think it ruined the set because people were complimentary after, but mm-hmm. it was just a weird moment where I was like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Was this out of town or in town? It was in town. Interesting. I just... I maybe... I don't know, people have always been on their worst behavior every time I've ever been on stage. Um, Mm -hmm. But people are getting more and more, uh, just doing whatever the fuck they want. T.I. was at a comedy show, did you see this video? No. T.I. was at a comedy show and apparently the comic made a joke about T.I. that he didn't like, so then he got on stage, grabbed the microphone and started like screaming at her and then they were screaming (gasps) back at him. It was like, it was kind of wild. Wait, Kimmy, look it up, I'm not, I don't think I'm lying. I watched, it, I watched it last night, and I, I don't think it was a dream. <laughs> what if it was? That'd be crazy. Imagine you I'm just, just dreaming of dream. T.I. I saw I, him at um, a strip club in Atlanta, at mm-hmm. City, and he wrapped his head, he wrapped his whole face in, like, this white gauze, I think to, like, be, like, incognito, but it drew more attention to him, because we were yeah. like, you're the invisible man. Like, you... <laughs> Who's it was like a mummy. Who's this mummy? Oh, it's Ti. As yeah, and to also like, oh, Tiny was there too. So it's like, who's the mummy with Tiny? <laughs> I guess it's probably Ti. <laughs> That's very funny. How wild! Yeah, I mean, don't go out, I guess, if you don't want to be recognized. Kimmy, did I make this up? Was this a dream? The Ti thing? No, yeah. I'm just reading about it now, trying to understand it. But oh, Ti okay. did yell at a comic mid show. Damn it! I people people are acting the worst i have people always been so poorly behaved or is this like a new thing Mm, there have definitely been versions of people being poorly behaved at all times i've definitely seen videos of people trying to fight comics on stage um you know pre-pandemic but i really think it's like people like don't know how to act in public anymore Mm mm-hmm Boy oh boy They've just been cooped up and then they're like, I have something to say.
1: <laughs> okay, TI was recorded
0: going off on a comedian who seemingly joked about the sexual assault allegations made against the rapper and his wife, Tiny, at an Atlanta comedy show Monday night. I wanna know who this comic is. Mm-hmm. As many times as you joke, uh as many times as you joke on that shit, nigga, I'm gonna check your motherfucking ass as long as it takes. <laughs> T. I told the comedian. So wait, so so, oh, it's Lauren Knight. Oh, okay. So T, I said that mm-hmm. when I'm you stop playing point. with me and mine, I'm gonna stop saying something. I mean, there ain't been no motherfucking case. Ain't never been no motherfucking case. I ain't did nothing wrong, and my wife ain't did nothing wrong. And if you keep on playing with me, I'm gonna continue to confront publicly verbally. Boy, oh boy. Okay. Wait, what night then addresses the one night only? This is an open mic. Why was T.I. at an open mic? <laughs> I guess he's a comedian now, so maybe he's trying what? to get some time. Does T.I. do comedy now? Yeah, you didn't see that? He's I thought been it doing was like stand-up. A bit. I thought it was a bit. I I've only seen one video. But So I don't know if he's doing multiple wait, wait, wait. shows, but I think up? he was trying. Okay. He's trying to do stand-up. On Tuesday night, Knight took to Instagram to address the heated incident. She said T.I. showed up towards the end of the event and delivered a 30-minute stand-up routine. 30 minutes. He's doing well. Knight says after T.I. Com- uh, completed his set, she returned to stage to continue her hosting duties, but kept getting interrupted by T.I.'s heckling. I'm talking about marriage and shit, and he keeps cutting me off, telling me to shut the fuck up, calling me all kinds of bitches, heckling me. So I'm like, all right, come on, stop playing with me. It's crazy. Like you keep going, and I can't say nothing to you. Um, Night-, <laughs> Night says Ti. <laughs> then began telling her to take off her wig. <laughs> why did? Why was this allowed to happen? Like, what? Why mm-hmm. don't people intervene anymore? Like, we're just all allowed to do whatever we want, and nobody's gonna be like, you have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is this a video below this? We don't have to play it in the. Oh, so this is her recounting of it. It oh, seems like um, there's audio, and I can send this to you, of it, but I don't know if mm-hmm, it's yeah. video. Wait, go down. Uh, okay, here. So, Knight uh, said, T.I., <laughs> take off your wig. And then it was that was the time that Knight decided to fire back at T.I. by bringing up the sexual abuse allegations. I said, all right, I'll take off my wig when you speak on the Woo! allegations. Boy, oh, boy. Nobody was tight except for him. Nobody called him, oh, okay, nobody called him rapist. I responded to him telling me in a room full of people to, t- to rip my wig off and made a joke just like he did. So he got a problem with it, not mine. Ooh. So then, so then, okay, so at first I thought he was he was going wild because she brought the allegations, but she brought the allegations because he was already he wild. he was harassing her. Well, why did he even start doing that? That's awful. Yeah, also T.I., we don't heckle other performers. You're the comic. You're a comic. Yeah. You just watch. If you want to be a comic, you just be in the back and laugh. You can talk shit to other comics, but don't. Yeah, but don't fucking scream shit. Wow. That's nuts. That sucks. Yeah, I don't like it. Do not like. Don't like it. Mm -mm. Rude. But what a story. What a story. I mean, yeah, but I don't want those stories. I don't. You come see my show, you sit down, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> please sit down and just enjoy it unless yeah. I ask you a question. Yeah. Um, yeah, then unless I'm respond. like But it's funny because I spent a lot of time on like my other podcast, Why would not You Date Me, talking about uh shows and stuff and how people interrupt me and da 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 Um so when I started doing more crowd work, people were like, mm And I'd be like, Oh, come on. I'm I'm I really want to know. And they'd be like, You're not gonna You're not tricking me. I don't want to hear about myself on on your podcast. <laughs> That's, so it that's got to the point where I was funny. like, I genuinely would love a response from anybody, you, and they'd be mm-hmm. like, um, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> <sighs> I uh, had a show recently, and uh, a woman and her mom waited outside for a really long time to talk to me, which was really nice. And mm-hmm. uh, and the woman, and we were like talking, and they were saying nice things about the show, and then the the young woman who listens to the, this podcast was like, well, I understand that you're probably tired and you want to go home and you can't wait to sit down. And I was like, you are so right. Thank you so much for knowing who, knowing me. Yeah, I want yeah. this interaction to end and I want to go sit down. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's funny. And she was like, I wish you all the chairs in the world. And I was like, this is really sweet. That is nice. It's funny because people say nice things like that to you. And then people are like, I hope you get fucking railed and deep dick. And then sometimes I'm like, ha ha ha. And then sometimes I'm like, that was jarring. Um, I'm yeah. literally just crossing a street. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I hope you get fucked. Okay,
1: cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> that I is, I was actually thinking about that the other day because um, after my show, I was like, I've joked about this. Like, my audience will like send me articles and like think pieces about my mm-hmm. material, and your audience is like, like sending you disgusting messages in your <laughs> dms but it literally happened the other day someone was like what you said was right about this thing and also you should look up these <laughs> these other facts about that topic and I was like awesome thank you that's so nice I don't know that world I don't know it <laughs> um uh, I don't know it Mateo posted a joke about pharmacists you've heard his pharmacist joke yes um yeah. and <laughs> he just like wrote, he wrote in the caption, he's like, it's just a joke. I'm just kidding. Cause I guess people have come from him on, on TikTok. I'm sure. So when he posted yeah. on Instagram, he was like, I just, it's just a joke. I'm, it's, I'm not trying to offend. And I wrote, excuse me, Mateo Mayer, mm-hmm. as someone who has seen pharmacists on multiple times and watched them work, I am deeply offended at this quote unquote joke you've lost a fan you've lost a follower i thought you were nice and the amount of people who thought i was <laughs> oh, actually no. saying it was so funny there were so people who were like get out of this comics videos if you don't like jokes <laughs> i mean clearly you're also a comic and also clearly your friends yeah, <laughs> this photo friend. evidence <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy Oh, the world is silly. It's silly, 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 silly. Yeah. Hmm. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um. Are you here for a minute, or are you traveling? I am traveling. Mm-hmm. I leave Thursday night. Actually, I leave tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. You've been on so many planes this week. It's sick. It's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> on. A couple planes in a row this past weekend, um, like went from Indiana to L.A. and then was in L.A. for a day and then went to San Francisco and then came back to L.A. and I got to go back to Indiana um, Thursday and you then I come back. Oh, back but to, no, actually, yeah. I don't go back. Yeah, I'm going to Bloomington. Oh, I see. I see. And then I go to New Mexico to for a mm, show mm-hmm. and then I come back. But then I go away again to Seattle, and then, and then maybe I then I come back. Yeah, this is a lot. Where's my friend? She's gone. She's gone, girl. She's gone. <laughs> Wait, send me your schedule. That's insane. I'll just ask where you are every day. I'll send. Heck, is it schedule? <laughs> just so I know where you are. I gotta know. <laughs> Wow, you that's know, like so much traveling. I'm exhausted thinking about it. I know. I love the shows. I just don't like the travel. It takes up so much time because not mm-hmm. just like flying, it's also getting to the airport, mm-hmm. getting on the plane. Then mm-hmm. you're on the plane. Then you get off the plane. Then you travel to the hotel. You gotta check in. Hopefully, there's food around. Then you gotta get the food. And then you gotta get, take a shower, take it and get changed. Then show. Show's great. Go mm-hmm, back to the mm-hmm, hotel mm-hmm. and then go to the fuck to sleep. Then you get up, go get on a plane and then go home. Maybe go home or go somewhere else. It is all. It's a lot. It is wild. I um. Yeah. I'm happy to not. To not be done. Now. One day we'll be on that jet life. Oh my we'll God. That, P- that PJ life. <laughs> but here's the thing about a jet. I want the jet to pick me up at my door and take off <laughs> and land exactly where I need to be. I don't I'll want to drive freaking, to an airport. Put a helipad around your roof. <gasps> Is can you do that? You can. Can you we can, can do you that. Google like, do you have to be zoned for it? Can it be anywhere? Will my neighbors be probably. mad? They'll be so mad. <laughs> 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 they're just like enjoying the day and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, so the our that. neighborhood. <laughs> Got places to go. But also a helicopter can't take me far, can it? I guess the helicopter can take you to the private airport. Oh, my God. And then you can take the jet. I want to take a little jet to my destination. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to do that either. I wonder how much private jets are. They're probably not... I mean, that's an insane sentence. They're probably not, not making money. They're probably a lot of money. There's um uh, a few companies that were... You can either rent a private jet or you can do like a jet um ride share. Or like a like it's like you and a few other people. If you're all like going to Vegas, like you and five other people can go. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I could do. Yeah. Yeah, let's start doing private jets to Vegas. Yeah, right. I don't know. I think it seems wild. Seems wild. How much is it? Kimmy, gimme. Uh, how much is it for a private jet to Vegas? From L.A. to Vegas, please. I'll look into it. I have a cousin. This is what she does for her <gasps> living, so I can see. She's oh. a jet? She's a jet. She <laughs> is a jet. <laughs> <laughs> no, she books private jets out of different <laughs> airports for people. She works out oh. a, up in NorCal, but, like, she books these for people, so. Oh, my oh. God. I wonder what kind of, like, famous people she's had to book a jet for. Probably, like, Sandra Bullock, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she flies private. Probably, yeah. Okay, I've, I've never seen her on an airplane. She probably flies <laughs> private. Channing Tatum probably flies yeah. private. Although sometimes I'm surprised. I was sitting. We, we both were sitting behind Rick Ross one time on a plane. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fully wild. I was like, I can't believe you're here. Yeah. Who else flies see a plane? Um... I feel like I... I want to say I saw Comet on a plane. <gasps> Common. Uh, I saw Viola Davis on a plane. Dave Navarro I saw on a plane.
1: Ooh.
0: I love Ink Master. I was stir-strew. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, who, do, who have you seen? I sat behind Chris Tucker on a plane. Oh. oh. That's fun. That is fun. Wait a minute. $12,000 for a round trip? That's what's $12,000 divided by five? That's still a lot of money. Yeah, that's $2,000 for a plane ride. Well, sometimes plane rides are $2,000. That's so much money. Yeah. I'm always trying to get someone else to pay for my plane rides. This is true. Yeah. I'm cheap. <laughs> true. I'm a cheap motherfucker. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy to use infinity waterproof eyebrow liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the waterproof eyebrow liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little like finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up, and I was like, oh, that's a woman who likes she She's got the same skin tone as me. She kinda looks like me, and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Should we do a quiz? Let's do a little quizy poo. No, yeah. Maybe. Okay, I was trying to think about... <laughs> okay, yeah. Maybe I was trying to think of the game that I was trying to describe during our live show, the mm-hmm. I hate game. Okay, oh, yeah, what I, is it? Maybe I figured it. I did. I forgot to ask my college friends, but maybe it's this. Okay, say, I hate when people do blank. I hate when people pick their nose. Okay, Kimmy and Jordan, can you do the same thing? I hate when people interrupt. I hate when people are rude. Okay. I hate... <laughs> did I do this right for- <laughs> Uh, seemed, okay, I hate seemed, when people. Uh... I hate when people chew loudly, and then, then you're supposed to go back and say, "Oh, um, <laughs> um, I oh no, I think it's maybe I love," and then you say the thing that you hate, and then during sex. <laughs> so I love when people chew loudly during sex. I love when people pick <laughs> their noses during sex. <laughs> I love when people interrupt during sex. Huh. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love when people are rude <laughs> during sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it sometimes works. I think I'm still missing a factor, but I think I'm getting closer to the game. This we'll check in with you in a few episodes. Fun. <laughs> Please. This is a very (laughs) funny game, Sashir. (laughs) Wait, I'm trying to think, like, what do I hate? What do I hate, hate, hate? I I hate picking up dog shit, but I have to do it (laughs) because I have to walk my dog. So I love dog shit during sex. (laughs) (laughs) This game is wild, Sashir. (laughs) I feel like I'm definitely missing a component because it usually is more like, it makes more sense. <laughs> I feel like mine and Jordan's made sense, but we can do better. Oh boy! Okay, okay. <laughs> that's very very funny. Okay, let's Should do. Our... We do. What's your most toxic trait? We've like read it every time. We haven't done it. Thank God, because I was like, "Can we do our uh, your most toxic trait?" Oh great! <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, wow! Pure, wow! Tell me how I'm toxic, Mama. Life is hard and sometimes we slip Mm, into mm. patterns of behavior that aren't that great. In fact, some mental health experts might say these behaviors are toxic, ruining relationships and arresting our own growth and potential. But pinpointing our own shortcomings can help us stop toxic behavior in its tracks. So what's your toxic trait? Answer seven questions to find out. You just had the worst day ever. What happened? Your BFF brought a new friend to game night without asking you for (laughs) There are no bad days. Every day is an opportunity to grow. You just couldn't get anything done between work and family. There are too many things to juggle. Uh, where do you begin? It all started when the barista got your order wrong. Again. Wow, speaking right to me. Your BFF brought a new friend to game (laughs) night without letting you know that they have (laughs) other friends. <laughs> I adjusted it for how I felt. Yeah, thank you for being honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe couldn't get anything done. There's just too much to juggle. Mm-hmm. If you were a TV character, you'd be. Olivia Pope. <laughs> Hannah. Hor- Hor- Horvath? <laughs> Horvath. I've actually i never heard her last name. That's really funny. From <laughs> girls. It's so funny. Hannah
1: Whore. Horror.
0: Wow. Kimmy <laughs> Schmidt. Eve Palastri. Lucille Bluth. Kelly Prenny. Uh, okay. Lucille Bluth. Yeah. Um, hmm, who would you be? Who would I be? Maybe Olivia Pope? Oh. A fixer? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Olivia Pope. Uh, A guest wears a white dress to your wedding. You roll your eyes. Tell her how amazing she looks and take a photo with her. (laughs) Start hatching a plan to get her another dress ASAP. Poke fun of it in your toast to the guests. (laughs) Ooh, I'd probably poke fun of it in the toast to Mm -hmm. the guests. Be like, this fucking bitch... (laughs) No, that doesn't sound like a joke, now does it? (laughs) It, No, hopefully you would punch it up by the time you get to the toast time. (laughs) I would probably take a picture with her. That actually happened to me my senior prom. I was wearing this red sparkly one-shoulder dress, and this girl, what was her name? Is her with a G? Gina. Exactly. No, it was like something more... It was, like, a pretty girl name. Gregory. She was so pretty. <laughs> Gregory? Yeah, her name was Gregory. Gabrielle. Gabriella. <laughs> Gabby. No, no. It's not a name I've heard since her. Giselle. Oh. Jar- Jarvis. <laughs> it was, like, Janissa or something. Ooh, I can't remember. Okay. Um, and, and, of course, not of course, but she looked fantastic Mm -hmm. and I looked great too but she was more developed than I was Mm. and like had some body yaddy yaddy and I was like what it doesn't look like that on me (laughs) oh no but we laughed about it and then took a photo together and then I was like (laughs) we we both look equally good in this dress (laughs) we both look equally good thank you thank you (laughs) Okay. The number one reason you mm-hmm. text your friend is to Complain about everything and, uh, Check in and be the support Check in and be supportive No matter what gossip. Make sure they know you're still alive Since you're so busy mm, I like to like check in and gossip Yeah I guess I'll so like- Wait which one There's a check in and then there's a gossip Yeah that's why I'm having trouble But I think yeah maybe I check think- in and be supportive no matter what I guess sometimes I do have to text to let people know I'm alive because (laughs) I'll forget to (laughs) tell people what's going on. Mm -hmm. You also love to just change that phone number and not tell nobody. Yeah. Then I become the gatekeeper of who gets to talk (laughs) to you. But isn't that fun? (laughs) Kind of. Which movie are you (laughs) watching tonight? Hustlers. Swallow? No, I don't know that one. A Star is Born. The Hate You Give. Crazy Rich Asians. Bird lady. It's ladybird. What did I say? You said bird lady. Fuck. I thought you did that on purpose. Sure didn't. Uh, Sometimes (laughs) my words get switched around. Um, Mm. I can't believe I said bird lady. Yeah, with so much confidence. I'm looking at it and it says ladybird. Anywho, okay. Definitely (laughs) watching A Star is Born. I'm constantly watching A Star is Born. (laughs) It's a perfect movie. I also would watch A Star is Born. I watched it a couple times already, and I love it. I think we've watched it together. Yep, I'm sure. (laughs) Words you live by. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Maya Angelou. This too shall pass. YOLO and FOMO. It took me quite a long time to develop a voice and now that I have it, I am not going to be silent. Madeline Albright. Mmm, Maddie. Who are you gonna go with? I think Madeline Albright. Mmm. I'm going with Maya because anytime I have not trust my instincts on a person, they end up being fucking trash and they have shown who they are in the beginning Mm -hmm. and I just chose to ignore it. So I'm gonna really keep that in my heart hmm Pick a Regina George. Okay, Regina George with uh holes cut out of her titties of a s of a tank top. That was when um someone was it um when Katie cut her shirt? Maybe. And oh, in the plan to like depopulize her or something? Yeah, but like then it became a trend. Mm-hmm. Then Regina George is looking kind of scandalized. I can't tell what the scene is, though. And then this one is the the scene where she's like, so you agree. Uh, She's like leaning in, whispering. And then there's the uh, Santa performance where she's like on stage. What are you going to pick? I like the... Purple bra moment because Mm -hmm. she doesn't get embarrassed and she's just like owning it, like whatever. I guess I have holes in my shirt. Okay. I'm going to pick Santa Baby because I love that scene. It's funny. It's funny. This is Nicole. Oh, my toxic trait judgment. You are quick to compare yourself to others, slow to welcome the new girl in the clique, and you're as solid as they come when it comes to uh, wavering on your opinion. Yep, you harbor some toxic judgment, but join the club. It's super common. Psychotherapist Dr. Daryl Appleton says that judgment is deeply rooted in our brains as a form of survival defense. A simple way to stop judgment behavior is to ask yourself, why am I seeing this behavior-slash-person as wrong or bad? Pausing for a little soul digging can excavate truths about yourself as opposed to whatever slash whomever you're judging. And um, why should you be so defensive about that? hmm Okay. Mm-hmm. hmm <gasps> This oh, is the sheer. Wow. 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 My toxic trait is overextending myself. Mm. Your to-do list is never ending. Your weekly yoga class feels like a chore. Mm. You feel constant guilt for not living up to expectations. Sound familiar? Mm. It does. You have overextended yourself. And while being a professional multitasker seems great on paper, it's abysmal for your mental health and relationships. Aspiring for a perfect work-life balance is a toxic fool's errand. Psychotherapist Dr. Daryl Appleton tells us the wild goose chase leaves us feeling less fulfilled and even more burnout. She says, make boundaries between work and home. But what if I work from home? Set strict deadlines so you complete projects that belong in one space and don't carry them into the other. Damn, today was actually a very busy day. I got up at like 7 a.m. I started doing laundry and then I got my car detailed. And then I, um, what else did I do? Oh, my friend wanted uh, to borrow a dress for an event. So I started taking pictures of a bunch of dresses (laughs) from my closet. And then I started vacuuming and then I changed more laundry. And then um, I had to go to the post office to mail some stuff. And then I had to shred some paper. And then I, I just did a lot of stuff. Sounds like too much, my friend. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry. But I wanted to do all that stuff. It's not like I had to. No Mm -hmm. one asked me to do any of that stuff. But but I just did it. You did it for your life. did it for my life. Yeah. You could pay someone to do some of that stuff for your life. I was thinking that. I was like, I can see why someone would pay someone to do this. Because then I could do the work that I want to do. I'm not doing work because I'm fucking cleaning my bathroom <laughs> like mm-hmm. as I'm doing all this other shit. So who knows? Maybe I'll do that one day. Yeah, maybe. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic healthcare for more than two million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the healthcare everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves healthcare. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future.
1: Why not grocery
0: shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food-healthy grocery store you can. Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten. Because gluten sometimes, it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tooting, you know, because sometimes I, I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to slash best friends for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T H R I V E slash best friends. slash best friends. Should we help people? let's help people I believe helping is the future let them learn and let them lead the way actually yesterday um my man went camping over the weekend and then came back and the car was all dirty mm-hmm. and I like going to the wash the car washes where you drive your car through and then you vacuum it in like do stuff, to it yourself. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't like sitting there while someone else is d- like doing that to the car. The log- It probably doesn't make sense, but in my mind, I'm like, this saves time mm-hmm. <laughs> if I just do it myself. And But the car was so dirty that even after we cleaned it, I was like, I, it's, it's still dirty. So that's why I got it detailed this morning because I was like, I one, it's never been detailed, but mm-hmm. also it just needs a deeper clean. But I was like, we should have just gone to a place where they just did all this stuff for us. Did you... Why take it somewhere? I have someone come to my home to detail my car. Oh, that's what happened this morning. Someone ah. did come to my home. But yesterday we went to a place to drive it through and then vacuum it. And then that was like, oh, I just... We could have gone to a place where they just mm-hmm, did all that did stuff all for you. The, yeah. Um... I didn't realize that people could come to your home to wash your car and tell my neighbors. I was like, how is someone always washing their car? And I was like, and it's never my neighbor. Who is it? And then I like (laughs) locked the the thing on the side of the truck and I was like, they come to wash the car. Yeah. Yeah, Blew my fucking little ass mind. (laughs) Yeah, I think um, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I did it the other day. And by the other day, I mean like a couple months ago, my hair, my car is covered in dog hair. I should do it again, um, but I, it was just lovely. They came, they wash it, and I did other stuff. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, it's great. Okay, here's a here's a letter. Hi, everyone. So I'm a college student and for a while didn't have any close friends here. This year I met two girls and we hit it off right away. We're pretty close, but lately I feel less motivated to hang out with them. It's nothing against them. They're really great. And I'm so lucky to have formed this friendship with them. I just feel like I get in this mood where I really don't want to hang out with anyone. The thing is, while I would prefer to stay home sometimes, I know I would feel left out after afterwards to give some context to To my relationships, I don't really have many friends in general. I have two friends from high school, but we don't really talk except when we are home for breaks. Aside from Snapchat streaks, but that's not talking. That is why maintaining this relationship is really important to me because though I don't have many, I really value close friendships. Do you think I should push myself more to hang out with them? Uh, to push myself more to hang out with them more or do you think it's okay to not hang out all the times they do how should I manage feelings of being left out trio friend groups are hard thank you so much I think you guys are so cute okay bye mm. it is tough and I get like I mean there's times where I'm like oh I should just go out and go do this thing and I'm like oh I don't want to but then mm-hmm. I go out and then I get home and I'm like you know what I'm glad I went out I had a nice time Very rarely do I go out and I'm like, yikes, that was worthless. Except for the time I went and saw The Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween at the, um... At the a bonk of a bonk. stadium. I wish I had stayed home and never forced friends to do that with me. It was the worst thing I've ever done. All these little gremlin children running around, these freaky deaky things on the screen. Everyone's like, this is a kid's movie. And I was like, this man burst into worms. It was wild. It was sick. And I said it was sick out loud. And this man turned around. And he was like, I know. But yeah, I think you should like force, not force, but just encourage yourself to go out more. Yeah, because sometimes you might surprise yourself. I would also say don't beat yourself up for not going out because also you know your limits. Mm -hmm. I if I I could see myself turning to a person that it would be hard for me to get out of the house. It already is hard for me to get out of the house. Um, So sometimes I had to be like, "Sashir, just do it." And then Mm -hmm. if you are not having fun, you can leave. I think reminding yourself that you can leave Mm -hmm. at any point Mm -hmm. is good as long as you go. And try but at any moment if you're feeling like uncomfortable or tired or anxious you can get the fuck out of there and go home that's always an option um but also i respect when people know their limits i remember mm-hmm. when i was in college i'm still friends with this person one of my friends um she would just like go to bed early which and you know we would be late hang out late in the dorms not even like partying like crazy just like hanging out but she'd she's like okay that's that's time, I'm done, (laughs) that's it for me, folks. And I I was like, what, that's crazy, like, why isn't she hanging out? But then later I was like, well, that's her. That Mm -hmm. was her limit. She didn't want to hang out anymore, and that's okay. She's still my friend, I still like her, I'm still gonna invite her to stuff, but that's just as much as you could take right now. Mm -hmm. And hopefully your friends feel the same way and can think like, yeah, you're still great to hang out with, but... Sometimes you don't want to hang out, and that's okay. We'll just catch you when you're when you're available. Yeah, I have friends who I know will go home early. I'm the late friend. I know, like, if there's a party going on, uh, I'm not going to be there till very late, and nobody's mad at me about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I usually go because I'm like, oh, less people will be there, or I have, like, something to do during the day. But yeah, I think it's there is something to just being like, yeah, I'll go for an hour or two. And then sometimes you're like, I'm having a great time. I'll stay a little longer, but also... You just go, okay, bye. hmm Yeah. Solved. Solved. Yum, yum, yum. I'm hungry. Give me another. <laughs> <laughs> hungry for questions. Oh, <laughs> my belly needs to get full of questions. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. I think my period's coming because I've got a great big zit right here. That's <sighs> what that means. I wish. I wish it would go away. I don't want it.
1: No. Hi, this sharing, Sherry Nicole. I um, love the pod. I was just listening to today's episode about the caller who called in about chairs. And I also have some advice if you wanted to hear it. Um, if you are able to float your couch, like in the middle of the room, so it's not against the wall, you could put chairs behind the couch. Mm. So they're like back to back, which creates different like seating areas. Um, you can also create zones. So if you have like a bookshelf against the wall that's not in a corner. You could put it next to the bookshelf, anchor it with a piece of art or a rug. Um, I love chairs. I have them everywhere. And Shashir's right, if you wanna make it work, you can make it work, but those are two ideas that I had. Um, love the pod. Shout out to my friend, Derek, who I haven't talked to in a couple months, but I know he listens to the pod. So anytime I listen to an episode, I think of him. Hi, Derek.
0: Oh. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Great ideas! Yeah, I love that. Very good ideas. I love it. Now I'm like, should I put some chairs behind my day bed? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you could. I could. I also have. I don't know if I've heard that term before. Floating a couch, like putting in the middle of the room, as opposed to a wall. You float when your she couches. said that, I do. But I guess I thought like, like vertically. And that's oh what I gosh. thought. I was like, this bitch has chairs floating in the sky of her home. <laughs> Just suspended from the ceiling. I feel like that's so wild. But now I get it. Yeah, great ideas. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. We have an email. Hey friends, I mm-hmm. listened to an episode recently where y'all talked about adult summer camps. I wanted to share that my best friend and I have, st- have started a body positive adult summer camp called Camp Roundup. It's the opposite of Fat Camp. On Labor Day weekend 2022, we hope to host 38 plus-size babes at our retro rustic campground in Newark, Ohio, near Columbus. We'll have yoga, pool parties, dance parties, giant slip and slides, cookouts, bonfires, plus talks about breakout sessions on topics like fat liberation, fashion, fat media, etc., Meals, unlimited snacks, and non alcoholic drinks are included, and BYOB is encouraged. So, if you're interested in partying with some fat babes in the woods, we're the camp for you. That sounds nice. Yes. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. If, uh, if I was in Ohio, I don't even know where Newark, Ohio is. I not even know there was a Newark outside of
1: Jersey. Yeah, I'd be into it. Yeah. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Kimi. Hi, Sahir. And hello, Jordan. It's me, Christina. Um, so I have a, a question, a situation, a thing. Um, so I had this friend that was, I'll say pretty much like my BFFF, FFFF. You know, we were that close. We were tighter than a butthole. Yeah, <laughs> that close. Um, but things happened. You know, she got into a relationship. I ended a relationship and booked it and left the state. <laughs> um, But during that time, I attempted to stay in contact with her, and I'm thinking that maybe this was like her first partner because she literally chose dicks over chicks. Um, And I was sending her messages like, hey, I know I'm in another state, and you know, things are different now, um, hope all was well, and nothing, like I was pretty much ghosted. Um, but now I'm back home and wherever I live (laughs) and I was still reaching out. I was like, Hey, hi, hello. It's me. Hello. Um, and then just literally out of nowhere, we ended up meeting at a party and she was there and she's like, Oh my God, I didn't know you were here. The devil is a liar. And apparently she a devil now. (laughs) I, so I don't know what to do. I, you know, did my best to stay in contact with her, and she was truly ignoring me, and now here we are at this party, and she's all, hi, hey, hello, I've missed you. Bitch, did you really? Because I sent you multiple messages, and I'm not, I'm not feeling that same vibe. But anyways, here's the issue. We have been talking and reconnecting, and while I'm so happy that that's happening, I'm still very aware that she ghosted me for like years. And while I want to, you know, continue this friendship because like we were great together, I'm not sure if I just need to like bring it up and be like, hey, what was with the cold shoulder or like, was good? Um, so that's the question. Like, do I just start fresh from here and pretend like all that ghosting and nonsense, you know, didn't happen even though it obviously did? Or you know, do I refresh this friendship by you know pulling out the red table and being like, "Yo, <laughs> what the fuck?" Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the thing. Like, I miss the friendship, but I know I was being ghosted. Anywho, that's all for now. <laughs> Love you guys. Love me more. Have a great one. Hmm.
0: hmm. What do you think this year? I have had, uh, friends who get in relationships and fall off the face of the earth. Um, one friend is coming to mind. I I think I just, like, let it go when it was happening. I was like, this sucks. I miss her. But, you know, I I do have other friends, thankfully. Mm -hmm. And then she came back in my life. They broke up. Um... And I don't think it was like they broke up and we immediately came back, you know, became friends again, but just like things in our life led us back to each other. And conveniently, we were talking about a different friend who was like hard to reach or hard to hang out with. And so I was like, actually, that was you at one point in time and not even in a like shady way. Mm -hmm. Just like, yeah, there was a period of time where it was actually really hard to get in contact with you and I missed you and it was like straining. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And then she's like, but that does make sense. Because I did feel like I had to, like, just be home. Like, she would, like, just be home, even if he wasn't home. And they didn't even live together. Like, she just felt like she just had to be unavailable. Like, available for him, Mm -hmm. but unavailable for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Even if that wasn't what he was asking. But that was just what she thought she needed to do to be a good girlfriend. And she knew later that's not the case. But uh, at the time, that's what she was going through. And, yeah, so it ended up being a good talk. I don't know if I would have brought it up if it wasn't, like, seamlessly led into that topic, Mm -hmm. but it was nice to be like, okay, it had nothing to do with me. She was going through her own shit. It also sounds like it wasn't healthy. Like, it wasn't, like, a a good situation. Like, she was just in love and, like, loving it the whole time, and that's why she couldn't get to her phone. It was like, no, she felt obligated to be home Mm -hmm. and not talk to anybody else, and that actually sucks. Um... So yeah, I don't know. I'm. I mean, I. I would say, I don't know. Yeah, I am glad that we had the talk, but also I feel like I still would have enjoyed our friendship if we didn't have the talk. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So part of me is like, it's not even necessary to rehash the old stuff if you're enjoying this person's company again. Yeah, I think it's like if you can move past it and just be fine with it there's no need to bring it up but like if you feel some type of way and feel yourself resenting your friend mm-hmm. i think then it's just like hey friend you went away for a while and i missed you and i don't want that to happen again if we rekindle our friendship but also friendships yeah. do have a se- they have seasons a lot of them do not ours ours is forever you'll never <laughs> get rid of me <laughs> <laughs> you can also phrase it in a way where it's like were you okay? Like oh, yeah. I, I didn't hear from you because we. Maybe she wasn't. We actually don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I haven't. I didn't hear from you for like a couple of years during this phase. Like, I didn't know what was going on. Were, what was what was going on in your life? Mm-hmm. Were you okay? And maybe she'll be like, Oh, I don't know. I was a little spacey, or you know, who knows what she'll respond with. But it doesn't have to be like a you did this to me mm-hmm. situation. It could be like. I really don't know what was going on with you and I missed you. Were you all right? And maybe she'll be more inclined to open up if there actually was something going on Mm -hmm. than feeling, like, attacked, like, oh, I guess I'm a bad friend because I didn't pick up the phone when you called. Also, yeah, it's not about you. You're not the reason why she wasn't speaking to you. It was the relationship. And you don't Mm -hmm. know the ins and outs of that relationship. So I do think it's, like, really good and pretty cool to be like, were you okay? I'm, I mean, I personally missed you, but like, were you okay during that period? I think that's the yeah. nice best thing to ask. Yeah. I yeah. I think so, too. Solved. Solved. And if you want your problem solved or talked about, you can email Nicole and she at com, or you could call 424-645-7003 feel free to email us a voice memo as well. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support this show. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I texted your friend about singing lessons. Um, Oh. So I got a, I got a, Double check to see if she answered because I'm gonna take them and I'm gonna learn how to sing. And it's gonna yes, be you are, cool. girl. I'm gonna conquer this fear and it's gonna be so good for everybody. Everyone's gonna be like, She did it. Oh yeah. I'm so proud of you. I think Thank uh you. I'm gonna have to take swimming lessons soon. Why? Because I told my man if he quit Twitter, I would take swimming lessons oh, and he no. just deactivated his account oh, like no. a few weeks ago. But I really thought this would never happen. So. Oh no, you can't you can't be out here making promises. You can't be <laughs> cashing checks that the bank doesn't know about. That's not the phrase and I have no idea what <laughs> that, it is. Was it cashing checks that you're something, wait, that you can't, that your mouth can't cover? Cat. Cat, <laughs> we don't we don't do checks anymore, so this saying's obsolete. This is very true. Yeah, my brain's like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> don't swipe the debit card if you don't have the funds. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> oh! This is really. I love. I'll take a swimming class with you. Okay, I, I mean, mean, I you don't, don't need to I know but... how to swim, but if you would like support, I mean, I can support you that way. That's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. I would like support. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. And I know that sometimes, uh, like, someone just being somewhere when you're doing something difficult is helpful. So, yeah. Yeah. Yay! Hooray! Hooray! We did it! We've done another episode of podcast. (laughs) We podcast today. (laughs) We podcast and we podcast well. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, everyone. Another podcast will happen next week. Bye.
2: (laughs) I want to talk more about just um, mindset because you are amazingly vocal about your mindset, your joys and your challenges. It's all there. It's in your book, and it also lives on social media too. How do you like reconcile those two worlds, like the analog and the digital, and continue to keep showing up for yourself? This might sound a little silly, but I really think like there's like a Ziva aesthetic. Like I love watching you on social. (laughs) It, It really is girl. Cause it's so bright and vivid and authentic. It's like all of you in your joy and in your pain. And at least when I witness it, it gives me like this boost that so I can do the same thing too. I can be yeah. just as honest and I can mm-hmm. be just as vulnerable. Cause Zipa did it and not only did she do it, she still looks so cute, like <laughs> you always look so fly. And like, even when I came into this room, I was like, oh, she got the, the dream aesthetic behind her. She got her cute outfit on, her hair, like everything just looks so beautiful and, it's, it feels very effortless, but I know it's not. I know that you are so intentional about what you share. Can you talk about that intentionality and how you're able to do it?
3: Um, yeah, and pardon me if I cry or get weepy, I am in a very emotional <laughs> no time in my life, but it's a mixture, it's many things. It's not just sadness, it's joy. But I see myself as many things. I'm a writer, but I'm also a curator, you know, in in a sense. That's what I'm I'm doing on my my Instagram page. And I've been thinking a lot about what it means to uh, curate a life, you know, uh, create this life for myself. I'm a Taurus. I'm very sensual. I love beauty. Uh, You know, these are the fundamentals of my personality. And I'm realizing that these are my superpowers, that these are the ways in which I um, make sense of the world, make sense of my life, and find that joy uh, amidst the pain. And so, the internet for me has always been about connection. There was a point like two years ago when Instagram—I was just like, "What is this for? <laughs> like, what? What is this? Like, what?" The, I just have anxiety, you know. Like, I around that time, I had gained some weight, and I was feeling un- uncomfortable about my appearance, and that, you know. I, I was just like, what is this place? like a place for me to go and feel anxious about posting a selfie. Like this is not the connection that I'm looking for. And so it was through that that discomfort and trying to figure out a way to get that same vibe I had as a kid and a teenager that I started doing my energy boards. People will DM me and send me, you know, messages about how much like they look forward to my Sunday energy boards and how like, you know, these images have meant so much to them. And I love to hear that. And I think the gag for me is that same, (laughs) you know, like this is also feeding me as much as it's feeding other people. And that's, that's the thing that I go to the internet for. That's the thing that keeps me going when I'm, when I'm going through it, I can spiral and then I can be like, you know what, I'm going to make a mood board about this, (laughs) you know, and it, it gives a shape, it creates context for what I'm going through. And again, like, I can post these images about what it means to struggle with your mental health and then get hundreds of messages from Black women who are like, wow, girl, same. Thank you so much. I feel seen. That is what I think keeps me online if that didn't exist i'd be like deuces because i don't get it it.
2: no i'm the same way i mean the community and the response and the engagement it fortifies you in such a real way you speak to that clearly in your introduction Mm -hmm. i have your book here is like highlighted sis like all, all all the tabs um and there's this one line that like stood out to me and you say all this to say the essays in this book came together as I fell apart and writing about black women is the thing that put me together again that got me through that helped me become reacquainted with the concept of joy and freedom and I think that's all which you're speaking to the black women us together collectively uplift each other encourage each other help us see the vision and affirm one another when it all seems bleak and dark and at times hopeless you know mm-hmm. um I would love to speak to that experience of just like the collective love that we have for one another and how you've been able to not only create this beautiful book and this career, like you have such a large body of work behind you as a cultural critic, but how your mental health has been able to be boosted, you know? Mm-hmm. And it feels like a simple thing, but it can be life saving.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it really can. Um, because I think. For for me, more than anything, what it, it gives me is purpose. Being someone who is in a state of depression, in a state of anxiety, I need purpose to sort of center myself amidst that storm, you know? Like, I know ultimately that when I write, it's something ancestral, it's something bigger than me. And centering my writing specifically on celebrating and spotlighting and... Just like expanding stories about Black women, it, I know that that is my purpose here. And that's the, that is the thing that m- that makes the writing worth it. Because writing is hard. Girl. <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> yes. If you don't have that thing that makes it worth it, and that thing could be whatever, it can't be, though, I I... I see now more than ever it can't be money it can't be clout like that can't be the reason that you write it's not sustainable it has to be about something outside of you something that's not tied at all to your ego and i think in the moments when i'm like the least attached to my ego i'm able to see through my pain and my depression and get to the the heart of the matter if that makes sense
2: yeah no, it makes complete sense because I, I like to think in that same vein, too, and think about the work that I'm doing as an act of service. Because when you are being of service, you cannot be tied. If you're truly doing it in a way that's genuine, you cannot be tied to your ego. Mm-hmm. And you can't um, have these artificial, like, <laughs> ideas of what success looks yep. like. It, mm-hmm. has to, it has to be genuine. When Tillamook Ice Cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook Ice Cream. Extraordinary dairy. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom. Crop out. Yada yada.